Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was her pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. Go get your flannels. It's time for... I never saw that. Now this offends him, so he starts pulling up Maris's prized camellias by the handful. Maris, my Maris. Maris is like the sun. Except without the warmth. Don't forget, Maris is five years older than I am. You and Maris. Maris and I. Maris. Where's Maris? Uh, I'm afraid Maris is having one of her episodes. Maris. Maris means the world to me. Where's Maris? Maris. Maris in her home tanning bed. (laughs) Welcome to I Never Saw That. As you may be able to tell, I'm making an allusion to a previous episode of I Never Saw That, where we played a little sound collage about Tino from My So-Called Life. Maris, a character in Frasier, is the new Tino. And thus begins our exploration of all 264 episodes of Frasier on I Never Saw That. <laughs> yes, we will be watching all of them, two at a time. So that's, no, one I don't at know, a hundred, one, yeah, one at, one at a time. Okay. I'm thinking Let's one half at a time. One half at a time. Okay, so that's about 500. That should take us through about the next 10 years of this podcast. Uh-huh. So we hope you enjoy I Never Saw Frasier. <laughs> we are talking about this show against Micah's will. Um, Micah was very adamant about not watching this show or talking about it. Let me just make this clear. Everyone will be shocked, but I want to get this out right away. I don't like Frasier. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Uh, But we have listeners. One listener in particular. Have there been more than one listener? (laughs) We have one listener. We have one very special listener. Yes. Tim, who loves Frasier. I'm sure other people in our group also love Frasier. Uh, he keeps inviting us to the Frasier oh, did he Appreciation that Fan too? Club. Yeah, but like you, I don't know the answers to the questions yeah. to get in. I didn't know the answer to any of them. Now I can answer one of them after watching some episodes. But yeah, we watched uh, the pilot and we watched the Ski Lodge episode, which is... So there was a big jump there between the pilot... The pilot was season one, episode one, as they usually are. Yes, thank you, Micah. And then, and I actually did watch episode two, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Uh, the Ski Lodge episode is one of the most popular episodes of Frasier, one of the most well-known episodes. It is season five. I don't remember which episode. Episode 14. Thank you. So there's a huge jump, but um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Here's an idea, listeners. I had the idea that we could watch, I think there are 11 seasons of this show, Mm -hmm. which is amazing, by the way. It's a spinoff. I mean, how many spinoffs make it that long? Joni Loves Chachi. I had the idea that we could watch one episode per season and then do, talk about them two at a time, maybe. So it'll just be, and we we won't do them in order either. Just every once in a while we'll do, I don't know. Let me know what you think of that idea or if you think we should just be done with Frasier after this. I think we should at least talk about the finale. Are you asking me? No, 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 no. You I'm know talking what I would to say. the listeners. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Why do you keep coughing over my laughter? I'm laughing in. Ha ha ha. Nailed it. Yeah. So that was natural, natural right? <laughs> Speaking of natural laughter, there was a lot of 
natural in-studio laughter in this in these shows, right, Jen? Don't you think so? Well, I didn't think so, but Micah claims that it was filmed before a live studio audience, so... Yeah, it didn't have that, that intro like Cheers did. Um, same producers, James Burroughs, yeah. same production team, because it is a spinoff of Cheers, obviously. Everyone knows this. Um, I liked... Does everyone know that? I don't know. Well, maybe not. That. I mean, Cheers was a long time ago. and if... Right, but there were references to Cheers in the show. On top of that, my practice had grown stagnant, and my social life consisted of hanging around a bar night after night. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't necessarily fill them in on all of Jack and Diane's... Jack? Wow. All of Sam and Diane's hijinks. Do not get Cheers wrong, okay? Because I... <laughs> love cheers and uh part of what i loved in the pilot and i think it's mostly only in the pilot i think after that he sort of occasionally mentions lilith his Mm ex-wife and frederick he has a son i think that frederick was born before the end of cheers yeah i remember frederick as a character i picture him in like lederhosen was he did they dress him in lederhosen well don't you think they would do that maybe why would they do that Anyway, if you didn't see Cheers, go watch it. Yeah, and if you do watch it, can you listen for any one single reference to Frasier saying he's from Seattle? I don't remember him ever mentioning Seattle when they were in Boston and Cheers. I don't either, but maybe he did. I think they retconned that shit and it bugged me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I thought it was cool, though. The way they the way they introduced the pilot was... I don't know. I thought it was funny the the references they made to Cheers. Uh, and yeah, then, they did make. And it there joke. was a really funny joke. I mean, I thought it was funny. It's a typical kind of sitcom joke, but it's also the kind of joke that they would make on Cheers. And I mean, like it's genuinely funny. Should I keep talking mm-hmm. about how funny the joke is? Yeah. Don't tell us the joke though, and we won't put a clip in. He said. Six months ago, I was living in Boston. My wife had left me, which was very painful. Then she came back to me. Which was excruciating. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was funny. And I was going to say this earlier. I like, I liked Frasier. I didn't, I didn't like Frasier. He was supposed to be annoying in Cheers, but I liked him as a supporting character in Cheers. I I loved him on Cheers. Yeah, but he's, you know what I mean. He's annoying. He's a pompous ass. But what's great about him is that he, so he comes in as a pompous ass, but he's like a broken man yeah. i mean he's His coming to this bar and, and, yeah. and he he starts drinking and then he hooks up with diane remember mm-hmm. and they're engaged for a while and then he is just crushed and but he still keeps just, hanging out at the bar just becomes this sad sack still pompous as fuck it's he, it's a great character yeah i thought and i i feel like the little bit we've seen of fraser so far it's missing that element for me His character is missing that element for me. He's more obnoxious in this show. Yeah, and I feel like they play that up because there's the dynamic between he and his father, who's a cop, and not, and he has these two sons that are psychiatrists, and so it's that juxtaposition is there again. Um, I didn't think I didn't like the idea of Frasier and that character being like the main character in the mm-hmm. show. I thought he was a great supporting character, but apparently I was wrong because 11 seasons, they were very successful and people love it. It's a so. big show. A lot of people yeah. really love it. And I don't hate it as much as I was, you know, I was playing that up a little bit before, but. Well, it's just a sitcom. Yeah. I, I think that that's how I was thinking of it is like, it's, 
It's a sitcom from the 90s. I don't really... I don't have a whole lot of interest in most sitcoms back in the day where they either had a laugh track or recorded in front of a studio audience because that laughter is so... I mean, I don't know. It's of its time, and yeah. it de- there is certain... I, I definitely have nostalgia attached to it. And the actors definitely, since it was recorded live, I'm sure they added laughs also at certain mm-hmm. other times probably, but since it was recorded live, the actors played off against that like rhythm. Yeah. Kind of. Well, and also, so we just watched a little clip of Frasier without the laughter, without the studio audience or whatever, uh, and it it doesn't work as well because it was designed, you know, they pause yeah, for that laughter just off. like, and, and this is a thing that I was struck by too throughout was that it felt very much like theater to me, especially when they're in the apartment, I think. Yeah, let's talk about that apartment too. It felt a lot like like theater. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the apartment? Wait, can we just quickly okay. talk about the very beginning of the episode? Yeah. So it opens with Frasier on the phone or doing so Frasier's job now is that he has a radio show, in case you don't know this. He has a radio show. He's a psychiatrist, so he's talking. People call in and he gives advice. Uh, what I Although find, he doesn't, really. Yeah, well, what I find hilarious... <laughs> I don't know. There are 11 seasons, I'm sure, at right, some point yeah, he does. Right. But so far, what I've seen is, like, it's just him... Again, this is what I like about Frasier, though, is when he is personally falling apart, and he basically has nothing to offer other people, which maybe that's... I kind of feel like that is who he is. <laughs> he's not a very good psychiatrist. Um, well, and they set that dynamic up, too, with this new character, Niles, his brother, mm-hmm. who is a great psychiatrist and is mm-hmm. always kind of dumping on Frasier as a psychiatrist. But Frasier is talking with a dude who is essentially describing stalking his girlfriend. Listen to yourself, Bob. You follow her to work. You eavesdrop on her calls. You open her mail. The minute you started doing these things, the relationship was over. Thank you for your call. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised by that, that he was like, basically, leave her alone. Yeah. That's all I want to say about that. They do work in... One of the other things that was that I was annoyed by um, with Frasier, and I was totally wrong about this, was that I had always thought of it as being set in Seattle, and I didn't really understand why, and I didn't think they used that very much. I was like, they just they obviously didn't film it there. It's just... They just had to put it somewhere and move him across the country so he was far away from Boston and it had nothing to do with Seattle. But they actually did nail, like, all the callers that call in are from Everett or Kirkland or places yeah. around there. and they also say go Seahawks a lot, right. which is hilarious too because Frazier could give a shit about yeah. football. I miss Frederick like the Dickens, of course. You know, he's quite a boy. He's playing goalie on the Wee soccer team now. <laughs> Chip off the old block. You hated sports. So does he! <laughs> They mention the Sonics, and they they talk about the rain and the weather, and they there's a coffee shop, and so they really nailed everything about Seattle. I mean, they got it right <laughs> oh, there. Oh, so you're making a joke. No, I'm not. I think that they, I just, I think they actually did place it in its setting better than I assumed they had, or remembered that they had. I mean, well, I didn't watch enough to know if they get a bunch of stuff wrong, but they got superficial things right, I feel like. Well, in his apartment... <laughs> Yes. Is like right next to the Space it's Needle. It's fucking beautiful. It's, the Space Needle is always in the background when yeah. they're in the apartment. But one thing I thought of is that Seattle has changed a lot since Frasier was filmed. Um, there are a lot more cranes in town. Get it? Frasier crane? Because they're building a lot of things. Cranes. 
construction cranes. Mm -hmm. So the skyline would be different. Did you? Because his family would be there. Were you? Cranes. Was that like a planned joke? Yeah. Oh, boy. We'll put in some laughter here. Yes. Great idea. (laughs) (laughs) Not your own laughter at your own joke. Oh, yeah. That (laughs) would be gauche, as Fraser would say. Uh, Roz gives some feedback to Frazier that is also hilarious. It was a, a good show, wasn't it? Here, your brother called. Roz, in the trade, we call that avoidance. Don't change the subject. Tell me what you think. Do I ever tell you what this little button does? <laughs> I am not a piece of Lalique. I can handle criticism. How was I today? Let's see. You dropped two commercials. You left a total of 28 seconds of dead air. You scrambled the station's call letters. You spilled yogurt on the control board, and you kept referring to Jerry with the identity crisis as Jeff. (laughs) You say my brother called. Mm -hmm. I like Roz. Roz is his producer. So it's funnier than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. The pilot, in particular. And I wrote, I'm going to like this show, I think, and Micah's probably going to file for divorce. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't think there's anything inherently wrong in liking Frasier. I think that's a fine stance to have. Inherently. It's okay. Oh, man, there was a hilarious convalescent home joke, too. So they're trying to figure oh, yeah, out what good. to do. Niles and Frasier, their dad, what happened? He fell? He broke his hip? No, he got hip. shot in the hip. He was a cop. He got shot in the hip. Mm-hmm. And he's... He was close to retirement, but it kind of ruined... The end of his that. career. Yeah. And he's having a hard time. So they're trying to figure out who's going to take him in or what they're going to do with him. And they're looking at this convalescent home brochure. Golden Acres. We care so you don't have to. So Niles um, has a then... bunch of brochures and they pay that off later too, where he, um, Fraser agrees to take him in, but then it's not working out very well. And he's complaining later to Niles in the same coffee shop. Like, this isn't going to work. Do you still have those brochures? And he's like, of course I do. Maris is five years older than me, which <laughs> yeah. is Niles's wife. Right, and we said Maris is the Tino. Tino was a character on My So-Called Life who was mentioned in every episode or almost, almost every episode, every. but never appeared. Yeah. And Frasier did the same thing with Maris. Yeah, so anyway, John Mahoney, the dad, what is his oh, goddamn yeah, name? John Mahoney. Martin, Martin Crane. Martin Crane. Ends up moving in with Frasier. Long story short, Frasier takes him in. He's not excited about it, but he does it, and he, like, wants to reconnect with his dad, or not reconnect, connect, period, with his dad. And when Martin arrives at Fraser's apartment, he's looking around, and it's like he's never been there before. Yeah. They both live in Seattle, and he has never been to Fraser's apartment before. Where is he? He's been there, like, six months or something? I mean, Frasier? long enough to have a radio show and a life all... Yeah. Oh, and then Fra- <laughs> Fraser. Is like showing him around his apartment, and then he points out the window, and he's like, "Dad, what do you think of that view? Huh? Hey, that's the uh, Space Needle there." Oh, thanks for pointing that out. Being born and raised here, I never would have known. <laughs> it's really funny, and Fraser's apartment is very fancy. Fancy, very carefully decorated. John Mahoney's like nothing matches, and mm. Fraser says that's some. It's style. It's the eclectic decorating style. And then he points out all the different pieces that are so beautiful, like this chair by Eames and this table and this, this, and nothing matches. And he says it's this eclectic decorating style. And then Martin Crane's chair gets delivered, which is disgusting. Which, by the way, that's one of the questions to join the the Frasier appreciation or fan group or whatever is describe Martin Crane's chair. 
So yeah. now that's the one I can answer. Yes. It's yeah, it's striped like green and ugly. brown. It has duct tape on it holding it together. But it's super comfy. Frasier is obviously just aghast yeah. when he brings it in. He also refers to it as a piece, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. And he says, he says, it doesn't match in here. And then right, his then dad I'm... gets to say, right, it's eclectic. Ha 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 ha. Uh, they also talk about some dude named Eddie. Mm-hmm. And Fraser doesn't like John him. John Mahoney is like, we have to have Eddie move in. They make it intentionally unclear, so you're supposed to think. Yeah, but it was so intentional that it was obvious yeah. that Eddie was something other, other than, a, than person. a person. And and what do you know? Eddie is a dog. He's fucking adorable. He's too. a fucking cute dog. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Eddie's, that is a cute dog. I do like Eddie. Again, I'm citing against Fraser Crane on this one. I'm pro Eddie. Yeah. No, Eddie's really, really cute. Okay. So then there's the home care worker. Yes. They introduced Daphne in this episode. Um, that's during the scene where Niles makes the hilarious joke about his wife being five years older than him. So he still has the he still has the brochures. Um, but Niles suggests, why don't we hire a home care worker? So he interviews a few people, and this woman, Daphne, is the only one that Martin likes. Martin doesn't like any of the others. Yeah, because she's funny, and she also keeps insulting Frazier. <laughs> yes. One thing that I remember, and I'm not by any means, I don't have a drama background or a linguistic background. Um, I don't usually pick up on bad accents. What kind of background do you have? I don't have a background. But <laughs> Daphne's accent always fucking bugged me when really? i was a kid is it i fake? could not stand no she's really british but yeah. i did i just it always bothered me and i started reading about it and i picked up a few interesting things so she says that she's from like northern england like the manchester region okay um and apparently her accent is this horrible mishmash of nonsense and real people from Manchester would be able to hear that and be like, she doesn't sound anything like us. She's actually from mm. here. Um, Americans, probably 99% of Americans can't hear the difference and can't tell. Um, but at one point, I don't know if it's in the pilot, but John Mahoney does an impression of her. Do okay. you remember it? And it's no. really good. And I what I found out is that John Mahoney lived in Chicago and is kind of known for being a, you know, an American character actor that plays this, like, Midwestern, gritty, like, cop in this show and stuff. He was actually born in Manchester. Funny. So he can do a real Manchester accent. Hmm. I thought that was interesting. Apparently no one else does in the room. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, yeah, no, it's a, it's a little interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's, like, interesting to the point of justifying the length of that story right. well through the magic of editing we can cut it down so that it'll be interesting and an appropriate length <laughs> we'll see uh okay daphne is funny at first i do find her annoying sometimes Daphne gets a lot of laughs though yeah. she gets a lot of laughs she when they first meet her especially oh she's psychic too you were a policeman weren't you yeah how'd you know i must confess I'm a bit psychic. <laughs> it's nothing big, just little things I sense about people. I mean, it's not like I can pick the lottery. If I could, I wouldn't be talking to the likes of you two now, would I? Oh, yeah, she's psychic. Yes. And she also, she makes a period joke, mm -hmm. which was something like, when it's my time of the month, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I 
I wish there was someone else here to talk to besides you. (laughs) (laughs) I think I have my finger on the pulse of period jokes and when they were prevalent in sitcoms. So my question is, it kind of, there were a couple things that kind of struck me as feminist actually about this show. This was one that they mentioned periods and that the men were not totally skeeved out by it. I don't know. It struck me as possibly feminist. The other thing that I thought was possibly feminist is that Roz sleeps with a lot of different men. Mm -hmm. Now, they do tease her for it. Yes. So it's sort of a fine line to walk. The feminist part of it to me is that Roz doesn't give a shit. Yeah. She's not, she does not feel shame about how many men she sleeps with. And Frasier kind of teases her about it. But yeah. he clearly doesn't really think less of her because of it either. They're not slut shaming her. They're right. teasing her about like having that. a lot of relationships and not. Well, yeah, that's true. But also, it's understood that like she sleeps with a lot of men. Yes, but, but there, there's no, but an you're element right. that of that. That is the joke. But, but that part is annoying because the jo- that's the part that is like. The antithesis of feminism to me right it's which like is, she has to settle she down she has to and, find a husband and, and that's, that's what be- she's going for eventually she that says becomes that too, the but, joke yeah. is that yeah but anyway i did like parts of that mm-hmm. quelle surprise i wrote that down frazier likes to throw out phrases in french oh, all God. the time and i love it because he's so pompous and snotty and like it makes me feel like i'm part of a snotty club mm-hmm. when i understand what he says and i turn to micah and i give him this really smug look and i'm like did you understand what he just said and then I get to tell Micah what mm-hmm. he said. And my response is, ugh, which is the correct response. That's how you're <laughs> supposed to respond to him being a pompous, snooty, pompous no. head. But... Not if you speak French. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do psychic people communicate through toasters? We'll contact you. If not by telephone, then uh, through the toaster. <laughs> I forgot that that was where I that came from. It's a bit from. of a stretch, but... It is, but... That's why it's kind of funny. She's a, she doesn't mention, like, having a special connection to appliances or anything. <laughs> no, but it's just... He just... I think that's funny, though. He just named a random object yeah. as if they could communicate through it. And she's like, haha, whatever, fuck you. No, I don't think she was. I no. think she was already off screen. And just... Yeah, but that would be her attitude. Daphne would never tell someone to fuck off. Also, just real quick words. about that, Daphne ends up moving in. So they're not trying to hire someone who's going to live in who's a live-in person, but she said... She assumes that. and She said that's the yeah. only way that she can do it. And she's the only one that Martin likes. So Frasier has to let another person into his house, which frankly would freak the fuck out of me too. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I just have two more quick things about the pilot. Why can't people on television shows pronounce people's names correctly? Let me tell you what I'm talking about. Yes, please do. There's a whole thing about this person named Lupe. Oh, God. Lupe something. I don't know why I did not write down her last name, but Roz has a story. I think it's Lupe Fiasco. Lupe Velez. Lupe Velez. That's what it is. Yeah. And they call her Lupe. Over and over. Lupe. That's how people in Seattle pronounce Spanish words. That is not acceptable. How? I guess this is what always... Like, if you're just a person living and you don't know how to do a Spanish accent and you say Lupe... Fine. But this is a television show. There are hundreds of people who work on a television show. I don't know how many people work on the actual writing and directing and stuff, but how does no one correct that? Well, it was the 90s, Jen. Nobody had heard of Spanish before in Seattle where this show wasn't filmed. (laughs) 
I don't know if she's a real person. Maybe that's how her name was pronounced back then, because it was like an like a silent film era thing or something. Or what do you mean? Or, that's how her know. name was pronounced back then. I don't know. Maybe that's how she is remembered and how she said it or how people said it. And so she just took, I don't know. But that, she like that happened back then. But it's still. It's okay. wrong. Yes, okay. I know. But maybe she took it on as a name. Kind of. I don't know. Isn't Kelsey Grammer a dick in real life? Yeah, I don't know if he's a dick. He is conservative and he's Republican. And I, I think he's a bit of a hypocrite because he's made some comments about, you know, conservative things about drug laws and enforcement and punishment and people and, um, and yet he had a cocaine problem that he was kind of let off the hook for. Similar oh, yeah. to Tim Allen. That's very, yeah. That's a very common yeah. white male, like, privileged response. But anyway. I try not to know too much about these guys. So I could be off base. But I've completely <laughs> stereotyped them and pigeonholed uh-huh. Tim Allen and Fraser. Oh, Crane Tim Allen's a piece of shit. I don't know about Kelsey Grammer. I don't know how bad of a person he is. Tim Allen's a piece of shit. Um, there was one more thing I want to talk about. And speaking of his voice, this ties in perfectly well. I always have hated the end credits song that Fraser sings, the mm-hmm. toss salad oh, and it? scrambled eggs. Yeah, that's him. Oh. He's a big, like, jazz. Yeah, and they keep yeah. talking. He loves opera. Fraser, at least, loves opera. And... Right. Kelsey Grammer loves jazz, and so he wanted to sing the final thing. And I was always confused by the toss salad and scrambled eggs. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But maybe it's because... I don't know. Is it a Seattle thing? No, I I don't know if it's, he says, I hear the blues a call in. Maybe it's like callers call in and they're crazy. They're like mixed up with tossed salad and scrambled eggs or things oh. that don't, don't go together like Fraser Crane and Martin Crane are, are together oh, now. I don't wow, know. you've really well, thought no, I was a just lot thinking more about that. About that but I don't, I, have. I never got it and I don't like it. And <laughs> I just wanted to. Well, it's to very short. I appreciate that it's it. very short. Yeah. Because I is. really. Long title sequences were also a big thing back then, mm-hmm. and um, they're annoying. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate that short. Oh, and that's at the end. Yes. They don't even do a whole title sequence thing or nope. like a song at the beginning. It's just the Fraser skyline the Seattle, of Seattle. Yeah, and just says Fraser, and, and then they, they do, do a what do you call that title guard? They do a title yeah. guard where they say they give a title to what this scene is going to be about. Yeah, or whatever. and they do that throughout the episode. I, I like think. that. I like that. There's no song at the beginning. Yeah. Okay, can we talk about the Ski Lodge episode? Yes, Ski Lodge. More accents for me to dump on. Really? I don't remember that. The Ski Lodge episode was recommended when we, when I initially put up some resistance to watching Frasier at all. Uh, one person in particular, Tim, again, said, at least watch the <laughs> Ski Lodge episode. Yeah. Well, okay. And so, as we mentioned already, the Ski Lodge episode occurs in season five. So there's a big jump in time. Obviously. Five years or so? Roughly. I don't know. Is every season a year? I don't know. Who gives a shit? The only thing that seems to be different, (laughs) (laughs) actually. Okay, so what I know about Frasier, the number one thing that I think of is that Niles is in love with Daphne, which he hasn't even met Daphne yet back when, like in the pilot, they don't meet. So by season five, Niles is like head over heels in love with her. And he is getting a divorce mm-hmm. from Maris. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, they talk about how that's happening. He makes a joke about a prenup that's pretty funny. When we were courting, I sent Maris a valentine that said, You're the girl my heart adores. Everything I have is yours. Now they're calling it a prenup. 
I noticed a few differences between the pilot and the season five episode, and some of them could have been different, like right in season one, because that's how pilots work. But um, one, Frasier's hair was way better in season five. In <laughs> season one, in the pilot, he had that mullet that is just, it super oh, grossed yeah. me out. And one thing, I did want to mention this possibly um, to our Patreon supporters, or people that are not Patreon supporters yet, actually. Something that Jen did after we watched My So-Called Life was she dyed her hair red, mm-hmm. very similar to color mm-hmm. Angela Chase. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking as a new goal for our Patreon supporters, once mm-hmm. we get done with um, all 264 episodes of <laughs> Frasier, you're going to be in love with Frasier Crane as much as you were in love with the character of Angela Chase. Um, you should, gr- like, do your hair do in a weird mullet? permed mullet and with like... a receding hairline <laughs> like Frasier did. I'll go ahead and Photoshop okay. up. I'll mock up a little thing and we'll put it up in the group. Oh, that's and perfect. So we could make, you know, if we get like one more Patreon supporter, <laughs> that's well, something I, that Jen has to do. I don't, I don't think so. Like just one at the, at the $2 level. Uh, nope. No, like, absolutely not. No? No, thanks. Okay. Well, I'm still going to Photoshop a mullet on you. Oh, yes. I love that idea. All right. Can we get on with this shit? Okay. Jesus. Yes. Uh, oh, I did make a note. So they... I said that the only thing that's different is Niles is getting a divorce and he's in love with Daphne. But the note I took is, I don't know what they're talking about because we didn't watch everything leading up to this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, some of it was lost on me a little it's bit. It's a little confusing. Another thing I noticed in the studio when Fraser's on the air, just because I'm a nerd, I noticed that his microphone was different. Oh, In wow. the first episode, he had a mic that it could have been facing correctly because mics can face different directions depending on the design but it was on a stand pointing down um at his penis which i thought was weird and and (laughs) in episode five the mic is no longer pointing at his penis it's a different mic and it's pointing up at his mouth we've talked about people's penises two episodes in a row now yeah i just wanted to get that in there did talk about just wanted to get the penis in there penis last week and now uh Wow. Okay. That's good. I like Niles. Niles yeah. is my favorite character. Niles is funny. At, so far. Um, okay. So here's the plot of this episode. Somebody, oh, let me try to tell it because you yeah, know yeah, that my yeah. details are always good. Somebody has tickets. Don't look at me. I'm not helping you. To go to a ski lodge for the weekend. That's how that works. <laughs> okay. Your ski lodge ticket. <laughs> I need to print it out. Yep. And they can't go for some reason. And so they give those tickets or that ticket or that money. It's probably a voucher, I guess. It's probably some sort of It's definitely money. Money and tickets. It's just a (laughs) stack of money and tickets. That's how Jen has never been on a ski vacation or (laughs) to a place where you stay that's not your home. Well, I mean, if you, unless you consider skiing up a hill in negative 20 degrees and camping in a tent. That's a ski vacation. Did this episode of Frasier bring a lot of memories back for you? Hey, it came up organically. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit. Did you do much downhill skiing? We didn't do any downhill skiing. Well, we did, we tried telemark, telemarking? Mm-hmm. I almost said telemarketing. Yes. <laughs> they. This was actually a therapeutic boarding school and um, telemarketing company. And yeah. they put the kids to work. Yeah. Selling. Oh, they well, they did do that. Can you sh- 
Shut your face. Okay. Uh, we tried telemarking a couple times, which is uh, basically it's downhill skiing, but on cross country ish skis. So you're when you downhill ski, your foot in the back is clamped down. Is clamped down. The, it doesn't come yeah. up. And in cross country and telemarking, your foot comes up, and you it, there's a lot more deep lunging involved, as I remember it. But we only tried that a couple times. And thus ends our skiing podcast within <laughs> i never saw that yeah. no anyway so we did a ton of cross-country skiing that's what we did in the winter in the summertime it was biking we biked everywhere and you did in the winter time we skied everywhere skied around or you went on like ski trips or like camping we did both we would go on long ski just days of skiing like a day you know, where we were out all day hmm. skiing and we would also sometimes go camping. And there was this one, well, there's two times that really stick in my memory right now. And one was that we, it was negative 20. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit. What is that in Fahrenheit? <laughs> no, I just said. Okay. All right. So this is one of those situations. This is a good example of something that I have it's a good example of my mixed feelings about this whole experience because it was freezing I mean we were freezing it's the you know it's negative fucking 20 like it's it's where you have snot that ju that comes out of your nose and it immediately freezes on your face so you're you're covered with your own frozen snot <laughs> and and but it was nighttime I don't remember what? why. I'm sure there was a reason for that. Why we had, so like, something must have gone wrong. Someone in the group probably fucked up and we all had to be punished for it. I don't know. I don't remember. But we were skiing at night. And it was gorgeous. That's the thing. Oh. Like, it was actually a kind of magical experience skiing up this hill. I mean, it was bright. The moon was uh. bright and it was clear. You know, of course it was because... That's why it was so cold. That's I was going to say, this does not seem like an appropriate punishment for whatever happened. It seems really dangerous. But I guess you probably oh, yeah. had pretty good visibility, and but it was just cold. And we I mean, it's headlamps. dangerous to be out there anyway. We but. had headlamps, and we always... Uh, well, and I'm sure and... someone was in a van either ahead of us or behind it. Like for camping trips, there would be a van oh. there. They may have gone ahead of us. Anyway. Um, why wouldn't you just get in the van <laughs> if you had to go somewhere at night? The thing is that, yeah, it probably was dangerous. Anyway, so it was fucking freezing. And then we got up there. And this is, I mean, so that's all, that's fucked up. You you should not be forced to ski at night in twenty in negative 20 degree weather. For no reason. It wasn't like opinion. we have to move camp because there's an avalanche coming. No, or... this was the first night. This was like the first night of our camping trip. Like we're leaving right now. Everybody get your shit. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I'm sure, I obviously, there's parts of this that I don't remember. But is this a typical thing that they would do? Like, if there was some issue among the girls, like you were forming relationships or something happened or something was going off, they would say, we need to go on a camping trip and we need to, like, we need to get yeah. out of here and work on this. And Yes, that was called intervention, which, by the way, Sarah Fontana is going to be a guest with us soon. And I also, for next week, I do have a clip to play or a voicemail to play from her uh, and i'm gonna answer a montana question next week as well but um we will definitely talk about intervention with sarah because something that sarah refused to do 
made us all have to be on intervention and it lasted weeks. Weeks? Weeks. Anyway, so we ski to this camp spot. We get there and they still make us do group, by Mm. the way. I mean, it was, we could have frozen to death. We had to set up our tents. And I really, I remember this so clearly that I thought they were just going to say, go to bed, see you in the morning, go get warm in your fucking sleeping bag. Nope. The headmaster of the school forced us to do group and we stood around a a fire. I was going to ask, were you like moving? Yep. (laughs) I remember it so clearly. Jogging in place. I was, my toes were, is it possible to have damage to your toes from, from having frozen them before? Nope. The human body is not affected by cold. I'm not I'm not a doctor though. I I have a few things that I still think were caused by my Montana experience. Yeah. And one of them is I definitely I have issues possible. with my shoulders because of the rocks I carried, which is what we're gonna talk about next week. And uh my I swear my toes I my toes are more susceptible to freezing than they used to be. Is that ridiculous sounding? No, I don't. I mean, again, I'm not a doctor, but it sounds anyway, reasonable to me. You can get frostbite and then you're more susceptible yeah. to cold and stuff. Oh, I would not be surprised at all if we all had frostbite yeah. on that trip. I don't know. Negative 20, though. That doesn't sound very cold. What is that in Fahrenheit? <laughs> you're such an idiot. Anyway, so I remember this thing that we used to do. We would run in place and we would go running through the desert, the desert, the desert. <laughs> Running through my de- the desert and my toes are burning because we were just trying Super to put cold. our minds somewhere else. Anyway, we still had to do group and then we camped, blah, blah, blah. This was the same trip when I, the next morning, there was extra oatmeal for some reason. And anytime there was extra food, it was like a big deal. Food is definitely something we should talk about at some point. But I ate, <laughs> I ate a bunch of extra oatmeal and then got so sick you just binged on oatmeal because i binged on oatmeal they had been restricting yeah. all your diet so much right and we're out in the freezing cold and you need a lot of calories you know but i just remember that i was like lying down not helping my tent mates take the tent down because i couldn't move anywho so that's the kind of thing we would do and then there's another uh ski trip that i will talk about next week so yeah, there's you went a Montana. On a ski trip? There's a Montana experience, very similar to the ski lodge episode yes. of Frasier. Yes. So, can I? Do you want to just keep recapping the episode with your um, sparse details and? Oh. Or do you want me to fill things in? <laughs> Is that a sex joke? Oh uh, yeah. Again, we're talking about penis. Good one. Well, no. not necessarily. Uh, I mean, if you want to, go ahead. I mean, I think I was doing fine. I, mean, but... I don't think it really matters, but Roz won, and Roz is really excited. She's never won anything before, but Fraser starts guilting her. Oh, it was Roz. And saying she can't go because she's pregnant. So that's a big thing. Now in season five, Roz is pregnant. Oh, yeah. So she can't go to the ski lodge because obviously she can't ski pregnant women can't be in a ski lodge the altitude and and the cold messes with a baby and then so Roz doesn't go she gives the ski trip to Frazier and he offers to buy her a big screen tv in exchange or something anyway they go up to the ski lodge can I Frazier Niles Daphne Daphne brings along a friend Martin goes 
And then they meet up there with their ski pro, who's going to be their instructor for the weekend. And who is also staying in the ski lodge yes, for he's some reason. a French man named Guy. I am Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the actor is not French. Daphne's friend is not British, which the is she British? character oh. is, but the actor is Funny. not British. So terrible accents throughout. Um, these people are in the ski lodge and hijinks ensue. Okay. Now all six of them right six are in I the ski so. lodge yeah this is the kind of episode that drives me up the wall mm-hmm. i and it, it i'm not saying it wasn't funny it definitely it definitely had funny moments and i kind of appreciated the like madcap yeah madcap sex hijinks i do appreciate that i thought that was funny once they get to the point where they're all in the wrong rooms that yeah. part was funny to me but there's so many situations in this episode where there are just miscommunications. Yeah. I knew that did, that did not need to happen at all. I knew right away that at the beginning of this episode that it was going to drive you nuts. Oh my god. I mean, for example. Well, first of all, let me just say the woman that Fra- or that <laughs> Let's just call every character Fraser. It'll make everything a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. So Fraser that Fraser brings. The the Frasier that Frasier brings uh, is super hot. Yes. Of course. And she wants... So I'm talking Frasier about Daphne's friend. Frasier to be in love with <laughs> Frasier, but she instead likes Frasier. <laughs> okay. So Daphne's friend that she brings along is a super hot model. Um, and of course, Frasier was complaining about them bringing yet another person. And it was so predictable because, of course, oh, she's a swimsuit model and oh, he's attracted to her, so now she's allowed to come. Yeah. Big eye rolls. Oh, and guess what else? I grant you she's comely, but don't you find her a tad, what with the polite euphemism, be stupid? She's stupid. Mm-hmm. But then there's this situation. So everybody's hot for somebody, and Micah can talk about that in a second. It's a love parallelogram? Six angle. Nope. It's a love Pentagon. sexagonal. No, because no. Martin has nothing Pentagon to do with it. Pentagon is five. I know, five. Martin has nothing to do with it, is what I just said. Oh, you're a genius. Yeah, it's a pentagon of love. Mm. But with the lines intersecting the Well, it's actually a pentagon too, of like... lust and stupidity. Mm-hmm. And, and the madcap hilarious hijinks. Yes. Well, actually, Martin is involved. He's just not like anyone's love interest and he's not he has a cold so his ears are plugged up and right. so, so that's part of the hear. miscommunication thing this is the thing i wanted to talk about so annie is hot for niles yes and daphne wants annie to be hot for fraser exactly and so she says that to martin in the kitchen but martin doesn't hear her she says why couldn't annie be hot for fraser what annie hot for fraser oh <laughs> And then he hears that. Mm-hmm. It was and, really forced. Oh, it made me so mad. It made me so, so fucking angry. Tim, yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted to punch everyone <laughs> in the... Okay, so Niles is hot for Daphne, we know. Daphne well, doesn't know this? Well, and he's planning or... to, uh, to reveal his love to yeah. her. Um, Fraser is hot for the blonde friend of Daphne. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't know that, and she's going after Niles. The French ski instructor, Guy, is gay. And is and also hot into for Niles. Niles. But nobody knows that because it's the 90s and you oh nobody's gay. Okay, you would never you. assume that. 
I think I know when I'm being flirted oh, with. Oh, please, now, for God's sake, you, you weren't really are the limit, limit that time. I saw what you're delusional. Next thing you know, you've been telling me the keys after you. Oh, no, A man being interested in another man? It's laughable. So there's a lot of really hilarious conversations that happen. Hilarious. Because, hilarious in quotes. Hilarious homophobic shit. Because Guy is talking about one thing and Niles is talking about something else. So, anyway, there's all these love triangles that are happening that are intersecting together to make a pentagon of love. And another way that it was forced, one that I was really annoyed by, they're all about to go to bed. And they each have separate rooms. Again, it's like the set of a play. I was just going to say, very much like theater, and I kind of liked that part. And they, the girls accidentally go in the wrong rooms for no, like, they wouldn't do that. That's so stupid. No, it's because they're drunk. But they accidentally go in each other's, like, separate rooms, and the boys see them do that, and then go in their rooms. And then when the boys try to sneak into the girls' rooms, they go into the wrong Wrong rooms. rooms, And the lights are off, and they confess their love, and they do all sorts of things, and it's just embarrassing. And then someone else comes in and sees them in the two of them in there together. And they're like, what are you doing in here? And it just goes back and forth and back and forth several times. There are gay jokes. There are Mm -hmm. men waiting for men and women waiting for the wrong man and all kinds of things happen. Gene, you are not the crane I want. You're not even the sex I want. (laughs) The only funny part that I liked throughout that whole thing is at one point, Frasier is in bed preparing and waiting for someone to come into his or for annie annie to come back into her room hot for fraser so he's got his shirt off he's like in his underwear in the bed sitting there with a glass of champagne or a bottle of champagne and daphne and niles come in i think into that room or something and maybe everyone's there at that point and they turn the lights on and fraser's sitting there naked with a bottle of champagne and then it pops and champagne goes all over him Yes, and so that that sort of like double entendre, is and that what you call that? Yeah, yeah. Let me just spell it out though. He's holding it in his crotch like it's his penis. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think we got that. Okay. It's like a penile explosion. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying I think we got that. Let me explain it <laughs> in a gross way. No, but there are several things that happen like that that are... That have double meanings and nobody knows what he's talking about, really. But it's always, it's about sex in the other person's mind. But the person who's saying it, you know, like somebody, I don't remember who it was, says, no matter how hard I try, I'm bound to make noise. And I don't remember who said that. Niles said that when he and B were going to Niles' room. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it, there were parts of that part. I mean, it is, it's ridiculous and it's supposed to be. That's what I mean by mad. Right. It's It's like, like a sex farce. It's a farce. Thank yeah. you. That was kind of the word I was looking for. It's a farce. It's a farce of... Sex pentagons. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that part, it was funny. That part, I appreciated. It was just all the miscommunications leading up to that part that, that frustrate I... you. I yeah. hate it because it's so inauthentic and stupid. And I get that it's a farce. And so it's going to be a little bit that way. Obviously, they're just setting all this up. But... This is a I thing wish that they could make it a little more authentic. Bugs Jen about all kinds of shows. It's oh, not this is, specifically yeah. the Ski Lodge no, episode. No, this it's... is... I mean, misunderstandings happen all the time. Yes. Like, they could have easily... I mean, fine, Martin's ears are plugged. That's a perfect... That's a perfect lead into this situation. But the way that it was executed was like, come on. You right. could have just had her say... Because it's a farce, so it was over the top and... Right, I know. Obvious. I know, and, yeah. okay. But it still bothered me. 
Oh, and it's also, there's a part, too, where Annie mentions that she used to have threesomes. Oh, I see. It's a threesome you're after. <laughs> well, I don't do those anymore. <laughs> and it's supposed to be hilarious. Yeah. As if that's also just unheard of. So Guy does assume that Annie is into Daphne. Mm-hmm. Or the, or the other way around. Because he overheard them talking about some things, and yeah. Right. But no one would ever consider Although, that he I could do be have it. to say, when when Guy, like, came out to them, and they all realized that he wanted Niles, it wasn't a big deal, was it? Like, they didn't all... Nobody was like, ew, gross. They didn't do that. Which is cool. I guess. For the I 90s. Don't... Like, that's... Is that a pretty low bar for me to have? Yeah, it's pretty low, but... I mean, yeah. It's not that low, actually, considering the time period and... I think they didn't play that up for any more laughs. They played up the miscommunication and stuff, but after it was out there, they didn't yeah, make him the right. butt of any jokes. But the la- but the whole point of how of why he was so funny was that he was gay. Yeah, I don't know, or maybe it was just supposed to be funny that Niles didn't pick up on it. I don't know. Uh, okay, two other things. Here's the part that I loved the most. So, Guy thinks Daphne's into Annie. Frazier thinks Annie's into him. Daphne's into Guy. Guy's into Niles. Annie is into Niles. Frazier's into Annie. No one's into Frazier. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, everybody. Let me see if I can get this straight. Uh, all the lust coursing through this lodge tonight. All the hormones virtually ricocheting off the walls. <laughs> and... No one was chasing me. That's the, that's his main response to like Guy also being into Niles. Yeah. Like he's upset that two people are into Niles. No, no one's into him. him. Yeah, that was great. I loved that part. And that's perfect for what you love about Fraser's character. He's just this Precisely. sad sack. He's like, always just like pathetic. Yeah, and this one he's so arrogant. He's he is yeah. painful to watch in this episode, and it is it is actually very funny. I found that part very funny that he's so confident that this woman is into him, and yeah. he's just he's putting making, on the moves. He's it's making gross. the biggest ass of himself yeah. the entire time, and it was funny. And I liked Gee; he was funny, yeah. and you know. But then during the end credit scene, I don't know if you caught this because you were writing down notes or something else, but um, he gets up. And goes to the kitchen, I think, to get some food or do something. And then they show Annie coming out of her room and sneaking over to his room and knocking. But he doesn't answer. So she goes back to bed. Yeah. Yeah, And then Frazier comes back in. And so. Right. So she would have hooked up with him, but he missed his opportunity, which also just is perfect for Frazier's character. Um, No. So I, I, my overall, I mean, I feel like I talked a lot of shit about this episode (laughs) because I, it did, it, it is the kind of episode that I fucking hate. How's it feel, Jen? How does it feel to be the one that hates everything? I don't, I don't, but I don't hate it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell you and Tim that, (laughs) (laughs) that I did find a lot of it very funny. Oh, but the other part that really, really irritated me. Again, it's about that same thing where a person just cannot say what they need to say. And Niles, I was just like. At least tell me that Niles is going to say oh, to Daphne yeah. what he has been planning to say this whole time. And nope. No, that was a slow burn. This is what, season at the end, five? At the end, they just go back to their rooms. I think it took him several more seasons. Oh, 
God. I don't know exactly, but. I just, I just was like, can you at least give me that? Just give me the something. No, that was the like Sam and Diane of Frasier. They well, but Sam and Diane hooked forever. up throughout. Sam and Diane right, hooked up true. early on. And then it was like they hated each other. Mm. They dated other people. But there was always that tension there. Yeah. And then it wasn't until the very end that they You're right. like different. confessed their love. But this is like one of those frustrating things mm-hmm. where he's planning to say it. I mean, that's the thing. If he wasn't. If it hadn't been presented as this thing that he was going to confess, then you wouldn't have been frustrated. Then it would be a lot less frustrating. Imagine if how you'll feel after we watch all the episodes, <laughs> and you have your Fraser mullet. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about Fraser now. Uh, yes, and check that off the list, and please stop pestering well, me about it. No, I'm I kidding. think we need to do at least one more at some point. Not not next week, but. Because I do think we need to watch the finale at least. I'm making the Angela Chase cry yeah. face right now. He made a really ugly face. Oh, wow. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about whether we should watch one episode from each season or whether we should just do the finale or what you think about that. We really do want your feedback and always about everything. Yeah. So that's it. I'm done. I'm not. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> podcast over (laughs) so thank you for listening as always we do have a a new patreon supporter to thank which is um crystal thank you crystal so much for becoming a patreon supporter yes and thank you for pointing out all of val kilmer's oh yeah very very good roles where he did good acting yes and i knew that would happen and i'm glad (laughs) that you brought that up crystal because we were (laughs) such jackasses last week about everything but specifically we could not think of any movies that Val Kilmer was in <laughs> that he was good in. And I like and, a lot of them. And I did I do like Val Kilmer in a lot of those movies. Yeah, so. Crystal mentioned several. Just and, not um, Batman in our forever. Facebook group. So if you want to know what they were, join our Facebook group. If you can rate and review us on iTunes, we would appreciate it very much. We also still love it if you don't do that, but But we won't not know. as much. We won't know to love you even. All right. So now we're gonna get a bunch of tweets from people that want to be loved. All right, we want to say thank you to Minus Violet for our theme music. Thanks to Graham McRae for our artwork. And thanks to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Until next time, see you in the, in the 90s. 90s. Hey, baby, if you hear, hear the blues are calling, toss salad and scramble eggs. Mercy. Mercy. And maybe yeah, I seem a bit them. confused. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. But I like you pegged. Pegged. <laughs> But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. I guess I'll eat them. Scrambled eggs all over my face. What is a boy to do? I don't know.